Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Hummel Insurance Group for sponsoring today's show. Hummel Insurance Group now owns and operates seven different offices located throughout the tri-state area. For over 50 years now, the Hummel Insurance Group has been assisting customers with insurance needs and questions. For all your insurance needs, contact Hummel Insurance Group at 812-537-1785. Welcome to Rock Solid Radio. This is Merle Hutchinson being joined by my lovely wife, Linda. Hey, Linda, how are you today? Uh, I'm okay, but... It's no shave November. Ah. Uh, if you're just listening and not watching, <laughs> oh God help me! It's the beginning. Oh, of what a, do you mean? It feels like uh, a porcupine. Fleece. It feels like a fleece no, blanket. It's yes, not it at does. the fleece stage. It's, it's at the it's porcupine awesome. stage. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm hoping if you're listening, you're not you're not a wife that has to deal with no shave November. Like. I had somebody the other day look at me and say, hey, it's got a little salt and pepper going. I'm like, well, thanks a lot. Actually, it's no pepper. It's, it's pretty much salt. all salt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, now well, I'm going well, good, good otherwise than that. Yeah. I, I got a question for you. Okay. Got a question just right, to I'm get ready. things I'm ready. rolling today, okay? okay? Yep. <sighs> if God knows everything and is all-knowing. Which he does then why should I have to pray to him for his intercession? Why should I have to pray if he already knows what I need? You're trying to cause trouble today, aren't you? <laughs> Just trying Maybe. to stir the pot, aren't you? Maybe. Uh, we were talking about this the last couple of weeks for spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'll take it one step farther. Oh, gosh. Because, it's a two-part question. Yeah, because frequently, I, I'm just going to be raw here. Frequently, I pray for things and they don't come true. I don't get what I want, Linda. <laughs> so this is an all-knowing God, oh. and I pray for things, and I don't get what I want. <laughs> so what's up with oh, this? Oh, man. I'm telling you. You know, Come on, I know... throw me some theology to this one. <laughs> Your th theology is all messed up today. <laughs> but that is a great question, and it is what we're going to be tackling today mm. on the whole prayer life thing. Why? Why bother? You know, yeah. is God really listening? And if he's listening and he already knows... Why bother? So we're going to tackle that today, and that's a great, great question, two-part question. So um, tune in. But before we do, we we need to thank some sponsors. Yeah, we want to actually welcome a oh, new yeah. sponsor to the Rock Solid Radio programming, and this is Hummel Insurance. Mm. Actually, the Hummel Insurance Group, uh, they're headquartered in southeast Indiana, in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, but they have seven different offices now in yeah. the tri-state area from Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio. And uh, Actually, hon, you know, we have been with the, uh, it was Hummel Insurance Agency mm -hmm. when we started over 34 years ago. Yeah. And I say that because it's the same w when we got married. Yeah. That was where we picked up our insurance. Yeah. Dan Hummel, uh, who is the owner, was a classmate of mine. Mm. And Dan has always been a good guy. And so we uh, appreciate greatly their willingness to jump on board and support uh, the messaging yeah. of Rock Solid Radio and the ministry that we do through Rock Solid yeah. Families. So we thank you and welcome to the Hummel Insurance Group. We also want to 
thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions and Maxwell Construction. Maxwell has been with us since the very beginning, and Casey's hopped on the last year or so, and so we're very thankful for them and their sponsorship, really their support. It's not really about them making money or marketing off of us. It's more of saying, hey, we value what you're doing. We believe in this mission, and we want to support it. And so we are so thankful for them. So we appreciate it if you would let them know how much you appreciate their support. Yeah, that's a big point right there, Mm -hmm. hon, that this is not exactly (laughs) bringing them as much business as it is them showing that the business we do is important. So thank those guys. A couple of announcements. Yep. All right. So a couple things. We are in November still, and we are still running our fitness class special. So if you um, are interested in getting fit before you get fat for the holidays. Because the Halloween candy bag was like this. Gosh. (laughs) Like, how cannot eat that much candy? I I gave away half of it today. I I, I know, but I thank you for giving it away Mm. because, you know, we all have our weaknesses and sugar is is mine. And it is terrible because I feel like garbage when I eat it. But that doesn't seem to stop (laughs) me. I was in a junior high Bible study and um, our son was in that study. And I hate to break it to him, but I was giving away (laughs) his Halloween candy. So I was just so generous. He thought you were just the coolest mom ever with his candy. Yeah. But I mean, we had pillowcases after pillowcases of candy. So yeah. I think our son uh, says like something like he accumulated uh, 300 and oh some odd goodness. pieces yeah. of candy. So anyway, yeah. and also we just came off of a great marriage weekend and um, getting to spend time with couples um, from our area. And so if this is something that your church is looking for or school or whatever, we do a lot of parenting seminars and marriage retreats. And mm-hmm. and so that's just something that we love to do. We love to invest in and pour into other people, even leaders, yeah. um, teachers, whatever. And so um, that's available to um, the community. So let us know if we can help you out with that. Yeah, reach out to us. Uh, contact mm-hmm. us on our uh, web page at rocksolidfamilies.org or give us a call at 812-576-7626. 25. And, uh, you know, like Linda said, let's, we do uh, parenting work, we do marriage work. Uh, and if, you know, you're a school or a church, especially those are the places that tend to uh, call us, give us a call. Let's see what we can yeah. do to put a program together for your community. Yeah. And, you know, hon, this question today about prayer is one of our three pillars that Rock Solid Families really emphasize, emphasizes. And one of them is faith. The other one is family. And then the third one is fitness. And we mm-hmm. believe that, or personal wellness. And we believe all three of those are really important to really the health of our home and our family. And so um, faith is really important. And right. so this pr- idea of prayer is a very challenging topic, though. Yeah. So let's get into our topic. Okay. Yeah. okay. And so there is a risk here. So at the risk of offending uh, lots of different people. Um, <laughs> Which the, I'm sure the, we fir- do. <laughs> the first risk is the church people that we will probably offend. And that is mm-hmm. um, we are going to avoid just giving a churchy type answer. So the churchy answer is, well, just because Jesus said so. That's why you should do it. <laughs> you just right? got to believe. You just yeah. got to believe. And, you know, that um, uh, we there's a time when that comes into play, but it usually you have to know who you're talking to before you can even go there and so that is not the direction we're going to go and because i think we have to go deeper than that because the people who are questioning with why do we have to pray you know what does Mm -hmm. prayer even do they are actually seeking something that needs a much better response than just because the bible said so and we're going to explain why 
because the Bible says so, is not good enough for yeah. them. And even, you know, Jesus actually modeled this for us. Like, he didn't have to go to the Father. He right. chose to spend time with the Father, and he modeled for us how to pray. And so Jesus thought that was important, and I'm thankful that he didn't give up on us, yes. that he didn't just say, hey, figure it out. He was like, no, let me walk alongside you, hold your hand, and show you the way. And that's what we want to do today, because we're not going to just assume that everybody out there is church-going people or yeah. faithful prayer warriors. I mean, you could be just like, hey, I just kind of was curious about this stuff because I don't really believe in it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're here to do this. Even if you know about prayer, mm. okay, I think our talk today is going to challenge you to kind of um, rethink mm. some of what you do because, mm. um, hun, we we are the first to admit that we grew up with a lot of ritualistic yep. traditional prayer that in... Uh, it's, you know, in, in its narrowest vision, it was just very empty. Uh, yeah. We just sort of said them. And I still do that, right? Mm-hmm. I find myself mm-hmm. saying prayers before dinner right now. And honestly, I'm sitting there thinking about the pork chop I'm going to eat. And I'm just <laughs> running through. So so there's always that human component. And mm-hmm. we're not trying to be holier than thou. Like, you know, like you have to be of monk status for your prayers to work. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about. But we are talking about the effectiveness of prayer and why it should be laid on your heart to even think about doing it. Yeah. So before we can expect someone to pray, we, we can't easily say because God says so, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and so we want to talk about this, about why. Why, will, why would we even do that? So we're going to dig into that. Yeah. So the first part um, is the idea, like especially we run into this all the time in our ministry. People come in to Rock Solid Families, and one of the first things that Linda and I do is to say, hey, we want you to know and be clear about what you walked into. You Mm -hmm. walked into a ministry, a Christian ministry. And so we need to let you know like what that means in the work that we do, okay? And we don't apologize for what we do, but we want them to know because like we could be working from two different platforms in terms of how we're going to solve this. Yeah. yeah. And if and if we don't align on that, then mm. much of what Lynn and I will say will not make any sense. Yeah. Who's right? our authority? Who's our authority? And so we yes. come from a biblical worldview. We come through a, a Christ-based philosophy and that is our who that's who our authority is. So hun that's the key right there. You mm-hmm. you say the word authority. Okay. So one of the very first things to make prayer make sense <laughs> is understand <laughs> that they, the person you're talking to has to establish what their authority in life is. Mm, okay? Or who. Yeah, who or what it is, okay? And, you know, if your authority is the government, and, and that is your authority. God help us. All right? <laughs> and we see where that goes, all right? But if that's your authority, then honestly, if that is your only authority, if that is your supreme being, so to speak, right. then honestly, I just want to be honest here, Prayer's worthless to you mm. because you don't understand, you know, that you, instead of praying, you need to just go uh, lobby and vote <laughs> and get involved in politics because that's... We're not saying those are bad. We're saying that ultimately, yeah, but, who but, is your authority? Yeah. And so um, if you are your own authority, oh, I'm in charge of me. Which is okay. what we're seeing more and more in our well, society. And, and we don't even, I never say that, right? Like I'm not going <laughs> to, but my actions show that. My actions show that can, can, I am the king. Can I stop you? No. There is. No, because I'm the king. <laughs> so you can't stop me. 
There is an epidemic going on of people who are identifying their spouse or their parents or their children as narcissists. And mm. if you look up the definition of narcissist, personality disorder, it, it is a very rare disorder. But what's happening is, is what you're saying, mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm the God. The world revolves around me. And so... I, I don't think that's narcissism personality disorder. I think it's just we, we got a misalignment it's a of conditioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's of who's the authority in our lives. Yeah. If we're the God and everything belongs around us, then we kind of sound narcissist. If you ask them, are you the God in your life? No. They'll say no. no. Okay. But and, and again, you know, anybody with any sense would say, No, I'm not God. <laughs> but it is their actions yeah, that their attitude that indicate that they rely solely on themselves or the use of others to get what they want mm. in life, or the yeah. manipulation of others. And so that's a scary place, but it also indicates who they have up on the throne. Yeah. So Let's roll this back a little bit, okay? We, we're, we're having the conversation first that if prayer is going to have any effectiveness and have any meaning to anybody, the uh, authority established in a person's life has to be determined. You, you have to say, this is my authority in yeah. life, okay? Yeah. And for us as Christians, mm-hmm. so now you are listening to a, a faith-based Christian program. You just heard a click. Like, oh, wait. <laughs> I feel it. like I'm talking to myself. I turned the wrong channel on. Yeah. <laughs> but for us as Christians, mm. we've had to, whether we were taught, whether we had to learn, whether we had to be refined, because maybe we were on one of those other authority projects that we were talking about, we had to come to that conclusion that God is our authority. Or... Maybe you weren't raised with that, never right. seen that modeled, but you've been knocked to your knees because, hun, some people that walk in our door of rock solid families Googled us. They mm-hmm. they have no faith background. They they don't have a church home. They've come because they're hurting and they have been humbled by their circumstances and they're looking for hope and yeah. help. Yeah. And God has offered this opportunity to have relationship with them. So sometimes it's not anything they've seen mm. in their lifetime, but they're desperate for hope. Yeah, yeah. But here's the cool thing. It's available. When you establish your hierarchy to God, your relative position to God, and you recognize that he is the authority, then amazing things kind of start clicking through your head. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I am now honoring the person <laughs> the being that created the universe, hmm. the, the the world, the planets, the water, the animals. I mean, created all of that. And I think, wow, now that's pretty cool. And by definition, since he's the creator of all, he becomes the authority. Mm-hmm. Like if he made it all, then he's in charge of it yeah. all. That's why in 12-step programs, and we've talked about this before, yeah. the, one of the first steps is that you're powerless. You are not the God. You are not the mm-hmm. ultimate authority. Yep. And then you establish who is. And once you do that, then even 12-step programs, you're set free. Because all of a sudden now there's a boss that you're going to look to mm-hmm. and turn to and rely on. And that's where prayer can come That's in. a great word right there. And rely on. Mm-hmm. Right? That you're going to rely because you don't have all the answers. You came up short. Yeah. Right? Now, now, and here's something that we're still kind of running through this whole idea of why the authority and why God and why do I have to pray? You know, why do I have to pray? He, he already knows. He already knows. So right now I still haven't answered why I need to pray. Mm. This is really kind of deep. The idea here 
Uh-oh, we, you lost me then. I know. We're, can't we're gonna get deep. Deep. <laughs> well, this is deep for you and I, okay? Like for uh, the smart people out there, they're like, duh, I knew that. But, but the idea here that think of everything that God created, the planets, the earth, the water, everything is in harmony. Everything goes where it should. Like the planets don't get tired of spinning in the same circle and say, that's it. I've had enough. I'm choosing a different orbit, buddy. This is not going to work any longer. All right. Or the, the, you know, the fish doesn't get mad and finally go, I, I'm tired of being underwater. I'm going to be a dog. I, I need a little fur, brother, and I need to get out of here because I feel like I'm going to drown in this water. Okay. Like you don't get rejection mm. out of God's nature. It mm. just does what it does. It's in harmony. Mm. But then God did something that's really strange. He created one being, one organism, and gave it the right to deny him. Mm, free will. Yeah. yeah. Like no, nothing else in God's nature chooses to deny him or mm. even has the ability to yeah. deny him. Or to love him. But that's the word, mm-hmm. right? Why did God create us with the ability? That just sounds aggravating, <laughs> right? Why would you do that? The same reason why we have children. <laughs> because there's nothing better than being loved by your children and your mm. ch- children feeling your love. There, It's a whole mm. different uh, uh, feature of God's creation, love. And so this is what it boils all down to. God gave you the opportunity to deny him. Mm. Because when you do deny him, you have a choice to reject him. But when you do accept him, it was your choice. Mm. And that is what love is. Uh. So right there, Mm. right there is now why we start to have the conversation of mm, prayer. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine that, hun. I mean, and you're going to hit a nerve for some parents out there who have an estranged relationship with adult children. It's painful yeah. because they love them and they want relationship with them. But for some reason, they they have lost that connection. And so that's how God grieves for yeah. us when we decide and choose not to connect with him. Mm. He is, he wants to be our best friend. He wants to be our heavenly father, our wonderful counselor, our great physician. But when we reject him, he gives us that free will. Yeah, yeah. So I love that verse, babe. Yeah, Second Chronicles? Yes. Okay, so yeah, like we are going through this and, and preparing it, and this just sums up so much of what God's asking of us and mm. pointing out in Second Chronicles 7, 14. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves mm. and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that scripture right there, He's God saying, you know, Listen, I want to be part of what you want here. I want to be I in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. But I'm you've you've gave the choice. And mm. then, you know, the the phrase humble, mm. you know, that means to <laughs> surrender to, to yeah. to just kind of, you know, stop the fight, stop the pride and the arrogance. Yeah. And so th- this is the start of us going, "Oh, so this mm-hmm. is why God wants us to talk to him." 
Yeah. Prayer is one of the main ways that we get in relationship. Talking, we're in mm-hmm. marriage here, and so we do all kinds of shows and work on communication. Mm. And we talk about how, you know, it can be through physical acts, it can be through talk, it can be um, through gifts. There are so many different ways that we can show love. Mm-hmm. And so that's what God's desiring. Like, mm-hmm. and prayer is just one way. Mm-hmm. We could go out and be his hands and feet. Mm-hmm. That would be like acts of service. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of ways to show our love for Christ. You know, think about um, you as a parent, if you're a parent, and then a little child, and they're trying to tie their shoe. And you and you are sitting there, and you know how to tie a shoe, and you're willing to help them, but you're kind of wondering, like, are they going to ask? Yeah. You know? And they're like, oh, they're crying, and they're half... And finally, you know, they go, Mommy, can you help? Like... <laughs> Sure. And and sometimes you just don't want to do it for them. You want to show them how to do it. And so mm-hmm. God is like that parent who loves you and is waiting for you to ask, is waiting for you to connect. He's not going to make you love him. It, that's not love. That's coercion. Mm. And so we want that relationship with our children, just like he wants that relationship with us. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Although... <laughs> Tying your 16-year-old shoe is probably, <laughs> okay, all right, God's going to say, okay. all right, listen, okay. you, you're blowing but, but this But that's out. a perfect example. Like, you give a child milk when he's a baby, yes. but then he transitions into meat, and right. he feeds himself, but he wasn't doing that when he was an infant. Yeah. And that's how we are in a relationship with Christ, is that we're learning and growing, and how we connect with him changes, but he's still there. Mm. He still yeah. wants to be our Heavenly Father. Yeah. So, hon, I want to read another scripture, and this is one where we get mm. twisted. Oh, yeah. Okay, we yeah. get twisted, and even as Christians, we get twisted on this, all right? So this is Psalm 37, 4, mm-hmm. and 37, 4, um, this is how I read it, okay? <laughs> this is how Selfish Merle reads it. Now, hang on. This is this is not the correct interpretation. No, no, no okay. this is me, right? Okay, this selfish is the screwed Merle. up okay. me. Yes, I said selfish Merle. All right, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Let me put it in Merle message form. <laughs> I'm going to get what I want. God's going to give me what I want, so I'm just going to keep asking him, and he's going to give me what I want. Mm. And now I'm 58 years old, and this is definitely proven not to be true. <laughs> he is not giving me everything I want. And so, oh my gosh, did they write something wrong in the book? Mm. Or is there something wrong with my head? Maybe you're missing the first part of that verse Mm. where it says, So help me out. Delight yourself in the Lord. Mm. Or there's another verse in Psalms that says, Commit your ways to the Lord, and he will give your desire to your heart. It's a different translation. But the point is, is that you've got to align your heart with him. You've got to do things his way. Not because he wants to be the bossy boss. It's because he knows better. It's because he wants healthy things and good things for you. And he knows that the way you're asking and the way you're going is not the way that's going to bring you life, it's going to set you free. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes his answer that your prayers is going to be, mm-hmm. no, nope, that's not going to be healthy for you. Yeah. Or it could be, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to answer mm-hmm. your prayer. And then sometimes his answer is, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Well, and let me, let's break it down even a little farther, hun, because I think 
Even if I say, you know what, I'm going to start praying and I am going to delight in God and I'm going to uh, revere him and that sort of thing, and I do it in a uh, selfish motivation, Mm. when we're talking, like, if I do this, then I'm going to get get what I want. And so let's just say, I (laughs) here's, here's, understand, follow me here, the idea of desires in my heart. So let's say I'm desiring a Corvette, Okay. (laughs) I'm not. What actually, color? But yeah, red. Red. Reds are fast. <laughs> um, and so I'm desiring a Corvette. Okay. And so I start being very nice and I start praying to God and I keep desiring that Corvette. And I'm wondering why I don't get it. This is not what we're talking about the desires mm. of my heart. He'll no. give me the desires of my heart. Here's what we're talking about. When I get aligned with God, the desires of my heart will probably change. Yeah. In other words, I won't desire the Corvette anymore. I'll be praying for a red Corvette. I won't like I, because I'll be like, you know, oh well, I'm not sure where this flows in with God. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying here that the vet is bad. Okay, right. that's not what we're saying. <laughs> so, if anybody's driving the Corvette, we're yeah. not saying that you're evil people. <laughs> well, pull it off the side of the road, leave the keys in it, tell me where it is, and let me see if I can get the delights uh, of my heart here. Oh. So, but the key here, guys, is us understanding how sometimes we get all all wrapped up into what we want mm-hmm. and we have not run it through like is this even serving to God yeah. is this even part of his plan or is this strictly about me and so the mm-hmm. desires of my heart what he's saying there is we're going to ch- I will change the desires of your heart so that they're in line with me yeah and it, you know what if you are in line with me and and it is on your heart you're going to get that. Yeah, and sometimes his answer may be no, but because it's not because of he doesn't want to bless you, it's because that saying no to you now will bless other people or bring it all together in a mm-hmm. bigger yes later. And so that's where my favorite verse, hun, comes in, and that is Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. And it's really my life verse because it says, now to him who is able to do more than you could ask or imagine. So if you've been praying for something for years, because we prayed for our house to sell. We had a house in the market and we were looking to buy and build. And it was two years, honey. Two years, three days, 47 <laughs> minutes. But it was one of those things where I, I couldn't see it in the moment. And if I had known that it was going to be two years, I probably would have stayed off my knees for two years. But I didn't know mm. that it was going to be month after month after month. But something in that two years changed in my prayer life mm-hmm. because it was making me humble myself. It Mm -hmm. was really aligning my will with his. It was opening my eyes to maybe what was going on outside of our home. And so God really is really working in that. And so, man, just trusting him is a key part of that. Yeah, God, I don't know what your message is here for me, but what I am praying for is not working out. I've had Mm. a prayer, Linda knows a prayer that I've had with some business type things for quite some time. And I've had to really like back off and go, okay, what... Uh, what what do I need to do here? I need to realign how I'm asking or praying or what my Mm -hmm. motivation is. And again, I I think this is important because sometimes um, it doesn't really matter how holy you are, right? Like how righteous or self-righteous you are. This is a constant checkup where we are like, okay, am I aligning my thoughts and actions with what God desires of me? And listen, the thing that I'm considering is not like an evil thing, right? (laughs) It's not like some terrible thing, um, but is it 
does it serve God in a way that maybe he's needing me right. to serve him? And I don't know that answer, all right? Well, we don't know that answer yeah. yet, but that's where, just like the sale yeah. of our house, you had to kind of back off and, mm-hmm. and decrease a little bit of the sense of urgency yeah. because I want it now yeah. and say, okay, what are you trying to reveal to me? You know, rock solid families, hon. We, I remember being at Wendy's after a marriage seminar that we were both at, and we were praying for something called Rock Solid Families. We actually named it Rock Solid Families. Mm -hmm. Seven years before it came to fruition. Seven years, and we prayed about it, and we tried to put that square peg in a round hole, and we thought that's what we were supposed to do, but we didn't know how we were gonna make our house payment. And so God knew, God knew what was gonna have to happen. And so now we can look back and say, okay, man, there's so many things that had to come aligned because we thought this was God's will. Right. And it was, but it wasn't in our timing. It wasn't the timing. It It was not a no, it was a not yet. Yeah, yeah, and again, but in the process, we were being refined. Yeah, absolutely. We were being educated. We were being all of these different things that were necessary. So. Um, so now that we've put all that together, okay, so now we have a much more solid reason for the actual why of prayer, yeah. okay? And so now you'll see that Lynn and I are, are more convinced than ever as to why we mm-hmm. should pray. There's no mm-hmm. question in our mind because we're trying to keep the talk, the relationship, the understanding of yeah. God's will, okay? And once you get to that, man, then now everything in Scripture, now you can say mm-hmm. because the Bible says so, <laughs> right? Because now when you get to that level, you go, oh, yeah. And so Scripture is filled. It is, I mean, we're not going to read all of these no. things, but but there's so many things, you know, pray for pray for your enemy, and uh, this is how you should pray, and be joyful in, in pain and affliction, and pray to God. You know, there's, there's all kinds of different things that you can reference in Scripture that actually says, pray for it. Yeah. Pray for it. So we only have a few minutes left, hon, so I really want to get to how. Because there's so many people out there that want to pray. They've never seen it modeled. They have no idea where to begin. Okay. And they honestly think, I I don't know how, so I can't. That's not true. So we're going to give you a really quick, easy acronym to help you. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're going to use the word pray. Okay. So P, what's P? P is to praise him. So we start with the praise because it's the first thing that I praise because mm. I am holding him up as authority. Yeah. Right off the bat. Like <laughs> yep. I am praising acknowledging. It's, it's a worship. I'm acknowledging. So that's why that we start with the P. Thank yep. you, Lord. Thank you for mm-hmm. all you are, for who you are, for what you are. Yeah. So praise him and thank him. We're going to put those two together. The second one is the R and that's repent. And that is a churchy word, but basically it just means to turn the other way, to ask God's forgiveness for when you did mess up and when you did fail him and when you made bad choices and and just literally lay it to him and say, God, forgive me because he hears you and he will forgive you, but you, he's waiting for you to speak it. He's waiting for you to acknowledge, mm-hmm. okay, God, I, I messed up and I repent of that. The only way you can repent on anything hmm. is to humble yourself. Yeah. So repentance is a humbling mm. um, practice. And so uh, we'd like to use the word humble, but it doesn't fit with pray. So we use the word <laughs> repent. Okay. Yeah. So, but, but really repentance pa- is, pa- is hey. humbling. But hey, <laughs> no, that would really get us in trouble. Okay. No, no. What's the next one? So the, the, then comes the ask. So after you've praised him and acknowledged him and thanked him for who he is and what he's done in your life, then you humble yourself before him and say, God, I put you as my authority and I ask your forgiveness for what I've done. Then you come to him with your needs. Okay. And you want to, again, 
the desires of your heart. You want to align with him, okay? And and again, he may not say yes right away. It may be a not yet, or it may be a flat out no, because he has something better for you. And that's what we got to trust in. So the A is the ask. You know, on part of that, you think... This is how hard this is when Christ was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Oh, yeah. And he started oh, to gosh. pray. And he says, mm. you know, he's crying, he's weeping. Take this cup he's, from he's, me. And he says, please take this cup. He's doing an ask right here. Yeah. Please take <laughs> this cup from me. But this is how he checks his alignment. Yeah. All right. He checks his alignment with the authority and says, but not my will but yours be done. Yep. And so, you know, we can ask, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we surrender to his will yep. over ours. And even Christ mm-hmm. was a great example of how, hey, he, that's why he was put in the human form, because mm-hmm. he had that struggle, like, I don't want to go through this hurt and pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's our final one is the why and pray. Why is yield. And that at the end of the day, we're going to believe and trust that God has heard me. God loves me. He wants God's best for me and that he is working even if I don't see him, okay? Mm -hmm. I love that song. It says, even when I don't see you, you're working, okay? And that's what we're going to trust in. We're going to yield just like in a car. Like we let Mm -hmm. him lead the way. We trust in him that he's got us. And that is really where we find our peace and our freedom, honestly. Prayer is powerful, but you got to know who your authority is. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I also think about prayer too in the consistency. There's scripture mm. that says pray without ceasing. Part of the deal here, guys, is if you're a foreigner to God mm. and you only come out when you need something, he's not okay, an ATM. Yeah, he can turn around very easily and say, I, I don't know who you are. Yeah. So when you come to him in crisis only mm. and you have built no relationship, Imagine how if somebody out of nowhere just comes to you, and especially if they have a habit of coming up only every Mm -hmm. few years, and they happen to have a handout, you're going to be a little resistant because you're not going to trust the heart of the person. And so God is always evaluating our true intention and our true heart. God knows the heart of all matters. And so, you know, that, so the consistency is very important in a marriage, in the relationship, Mm -hmm. and with your kids. Um, There is an importance in quantity and quality. Yeah. And again, there doesn't have to be fancy words. You don't have to have some special formula. You don't have to be trained in it. You don't have to have seen this modeled or done in your home growing up. You can start with you today. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be perfect. Um, Speaking of prayer, hon, and you mentioned marriage, I just want to say this real quick. One of the statistics I've used before um, when I was in the seminary for counseling is that less than 1% of couples who pray together on a regular basis divorce. Mm-hmm. Less than 1%. It's almost like the super glue of your marriage. You are saying, we're going to invite God into being that third strand that's going to connect mm-hmm. us and strengthen our marriage. And so inviting God into that prayer is humbling yourself and acknowledging him as the Lord and Savior of your marriage and your life. It shows God your true intention mm-hmm. in the marriage, and it shows your partner yeah. the true intention of the marriage. And that's what God's operating off of. Yeah. So, hey, um, so I'm going to start praying. You're going to pray for us? I'm going to pray. Okay. And um, the idea here is um, to to somewhat model a little bit of what we're doing. Mm. 
Um, but to also recognize that it doesn't have, like you said, it doesn't have to be perfect. No. I don't have to read it out of a book. Mm. By the way, you can, all right? You can, if, if you're hard yeah. to get words and that sort of thing, fine, you know, because it is a matter of the heart more than just what comes out of your mouth. Start start with Psalms. I, I love going yes, to the book uh, of Psalms and yeah. reading them out loud. They were like David's prayers that he wrote down. And so we can just take those and start praying them out loud and, and really use them as our model. Yeah. Very good. All right, let's go ahead and pray, and we'll just do our best to show you how we do it. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to thank you so much, Lord, for who you are, for you being the creator of our life, but for way bigger than that, this universe, Lord, and we humble ourselves just to know that you are connected and desire relationship with us. So we thank you, Lord, for that. Lord, um, we... Uh, just ask for forgiveness, Lord. We are sorry for um, disappointing and not being mm-hmm. in line with you and being selfish, Lord. It's a regular battle for us, and I just pray that we would continue to practice surrendering, and uh, we ask that your Spirit would fill us for that. Lord, we, we do ask for your blessing. We ask that you would look over our kids and our marriage, Lord. We ask that you would provide uh, everything from the food that we need to the clothing to the house that we have, Lord. We just ask that you would continue to provide and provide the means for us uh, to be able to take care of ourselves. Lord, all of these things we ask in your name. We, uh, we pray, Lord, for just the, the timing to be right, and we know that you know what we need in any given moment. So we pray that your will would be done through all this. Lord, I thank you for Linda. Mm. I thank you for my best friend and my partner. And I just pray, Lord, that you would continue to bless the work that we do. Lord, we thank you for our kids. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Casey's Outdoor Solutions. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. They offer a wide selection of high-quality plants, landscaping materials, and home decor. They do amazing high-quality work and can help you transform your indoor and outdoor living spaces into something beautiful. So stop by Casey's Outdoor Solutions today and let them know you appreciate their support for Rock Solid Radio. Visit Casey's today at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Rock Solid Radio wants to thank Maxwell Construction, who has been our sponsor since the very beginning. For over 30 years, Maxwell has delivered the highest quality projects by holding to their core values of customer satisfaction, positive attitude, respect, and excellence. So if you have any kind of commercial construction need, give Maxwell Construction a call today at 812-537-2200.